Hey, this is Stevie Batiche from Microsoft, and you're listening to Talknology. Hello, and um, buenos dias. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Tenerife capital of Santa Cruz today, and I'm facing the arse end of the Auditorio de Tenerife, which is this quite remarkable, it almost feels an understatement to call it a building, it's very modern, aesthetically very much of our times, and it's a Spanish doff of the cap. Is it doff or is it doff? To the Sydney Opera House in Australia. I think in many ways it's actually more impressive. There's a swooping sail that is constructed entirely out of concrete rendered afterwards and it is a not only a very much functional piece of art it really is quite one of the most breathtaking figurative pieces of art that you would ever come across really is quite incredible I'll put a photo as the main picture for this podcast to give you a sense of what you're missing and you really are So, context, arrived here yesterday after a stupidly early drive and flight and drive to the port of Santa Cruz for a week on a boat, the P&O Zora, to explore and experience some of the Canary Islands that I've not yet been to, I'm quite excited about that. There's uh, Lanzarote, not been, uh, revisiting Gran Canaria, which is a favourite, looking forward to spending a day there. And going back for, I think, the third time to Madeira. I won't be going on the toboggans tomorrow, I'll have a sneaky go on the uh, cable car. Like to revisit Reed's Hotel for probably the best afternoon tea I've ever had. But it's a funny cruise, this one, because there's lots of time at sea and there's lots of time here in Tenerife. Not calling it a rip off, but if you wanted to get into hardcore adventuring, this probably wouldn't be the cruise. It's my first cruise as well, going solo. I've lost count of the number of times that I've been on these big ships. Love them love the whole experience. I think depending on the mood, you'll either have this proclivity towards using the ship as your all-time theme park, depending on what's going on on there. It's been quite low-key so far because all we've been is in port and the magic only really begins once you set sail. And because you are essentially a prisoner, they go out of their way to make that time as enjoyable as possible. Although, this afternoon, after a little bout of the old hot tub action, and perhaps a little bit more gym, although I found my hips slightly out of alignment after the rowing machine antics of yesterday, so I might try a different machine today. I'll probably be spending the afternoon by the pool reading some book. Maybe even 
Harry's sparkling classic, Spare. I've got to decide on whether I want to enjoy a book or whether I need to endure that one. But anyway, nonetheless. So, yeah, it's been an interesting one. Like I say, it's my first solo cruise and there was no trepidation there. I only booked it around about Christmas time, so I didn't have any concerns about being on a ship, having a sprawling statement to myself. It is beautiful for the record. It's an inside, it's a cheapie, but honestly, being able to sprawl out across a bed is one of the very many pros of coming on a cruise alone, as well as I've kind of given myself, set myself a challenge of when you go on a cruise ship, they always have a deck that is assigned to buffet, so you just walk in very ad hoc. Three meals a day, I mean, that's an understatement, there's probably about five, but three set meals a day where you go in and trough down and Covid has had an effect actually on cruises, but not as significant as I thought it would have. In that you get handed cutlery in a tray as you walk in, whereas it used to be a bonfire and it was every man, woman, child sentient to themselves, for themselves, and a real arms race to see who could get fed first. There's a little bit more discipline to the experience now, which is great. But I set myself the challenge of going to every meal um, on my own and share the table with sort of seven or eight people. Which is great, which has been very liberating and yeah I'm not, I'm a little bit of an ambivert and I think if I'm in the company of complete strangers, typically in the past I've been quite, I won't go as far as to say reclusive but I've certainly not being quite as outgoing as I could always be and I think this year I'm really feeling liberated and like the shackles are off and it's great. I think it's a lifelong battle to feel comfortable with yourself and to not feel like everyone is judging you all the time and I'm working on that. It's not an easy battle to fight, but I'm enjoying it. And I think looking at it pragmatically and through a lens of positivity, you, everybody is bringing great stories to the literal and figurative table. I was just talking about this yesterday, and one of my new shipmates, Nikki, was saying, well, you're not a little bit intimidating. I don't know if I could do it. And I'm like, well, I think maybe my journalist background means that I'm maybe a little bit more attuned to most than everyone's stories and I think that's it I think when if you get into sales and they tell you to sort of create some sort of personality for yourself that you can act out to overcome the nerves of your first few client meetings when you're a rank amateur you would be absolutely within your rights to feel really nervous going in and you create this very bold archetype for yourself. It's a bit easier to play that role than play yourself. And I think typically, if you are feeling in any way nervy about getting into some sort of social situation, then it's great just to 
Remember that you've got wings of steel like Batfink and we're all, we are all exactly the same and we're all looking for those wings and people in units of more than one have a safety net, they've got a wingman or a wingwoman and it's a little bit easier for them but at the same time they've only got themselves in that husk of a human and anything else is sometimes complimentary, but everybody's got their own interests. So you can't rely and depend on everybody to the extent that maybe you think you can all of the time. No matter who they are, no matter whether it's a brother or a sister or a nephew or a niece or a wife or a husband, you're still there with your own shop window. So. I mean, this is a sort of, the whole sort of self-esteem and self-positivity thing, I think, needs to be taught more at school. It's just to, um, the French say, bien dans sa peau. You feel good in yourself. And I think you have to. And, you know, none of us have got any time to lose on that score. We've all got a lot to learn about ourselves. And... I have this, uh, you know, I, I used to wonder whether it was some sort of brain condition where I have very few grand stories and here on the cruises where people are trying too hard to be loved because we all do, um, people strain and stretch and strive to tell these big stories and I'm there with nothing. I'm there with nothing and I'm very much a reactive kind of guy. If somebody issues some kind of vector that reminds me of something that's happened then I'm right in there but in terms of just bringing out stories from nowhere that's not I'm not that guy and I'm happy with that and I like living in the moment and I think that's really all we've got but some people have got better memories than others so we're all studied and hampered and compromised by our own situations but that's what makes us so damn fine that's what makes us incredible people this Auditorio de Tenerife is really something else, by the way. I think maybe I'm just in the company of something that is really quite special and inspirational. So, um, if we're coming up with some vaguely inspiring aphorisms, some things that empathise with your situation, then blame Santa Cruz. I was supposed to be seeing a friend from La Otava today, supposed to be heading over on a bus to the co-living co-working space to catch up with Anna and Thompson and also Noah whose birthday is today but yesterday was just a thing I put 4.30 because the trains let me down thanks Northern Rail for cancelling another train and leaving me exposed having to book an airport parking at last minute. Now airport parking for the uninitiated is ridiculously expensive and last minute <laughs> it's like half the cost of a holiday so that was a real nice surprise which meant that I had to get up quite early, I wanted to get there in good time um, and uh, got to the end of dinner last night and managed to sneak in half a watch of Maverick in the theatre and then I was dead to the world. So I didn't set an alarm today and I woke up late and here we are. It's fun. Another time. But El Gato Azul, I'll be back.
before you know it. Hey, listen, thank you for joining me. This has been a long old chat, and I'm excited to hear about your experiences of travelling beyond the pandemic. Tell me where you've been, tell me what you've done, tell me what you've enjoyed, tell me what you miss about 2019, because things have changed. And not all for the better, but I think some of them have. I think we needed to be a lot more hygienic, and you're freaking out on the plane on the way here, very, very bumpy approach to uh, the Tenerife Airport. And I was just thinking, I wonder if, with us being so careworn by COVID these days, whether people would reach first for the hand gel when the oxygen masks fell down through lack of cabin pressure. Whether we are that uh, phobic these days of uh, anything unfamiliar that might have touched someone else's face. Hey, thank you. Good to see you on Saturday, January the 14th, 2023. I'm hoping to post a few of these over the course of the next week as I reflect and revolt against normality. So stick around. If you like what you hear, subscribe. If you don't, it's been a pleasure having you today. Let's get together soon sometime. <laughs> okay, think of your mind as the house and your ears as the doors and windows. I'm going to come as Nick Knowles and buff up your rooms and excite your entrances. Welcome to Thacknology, the world of me, Dave Thackeray. Every day I'm trawling the web and world for ideas and inspiration to make your life a little more lavish. More often than not, it's just a plain old fun factory highlighting things to make us smarter, speedier and smilier. Don't forget to leave me a message if you want something, anything discussed, regaled on Thacknology. I'm Dave Thackeray. I'm a writer. I like a microphone. But more importantly, I love to hear what you think. So get in, stick around if only to keep me company. And remember, it can only get better from here. Thanks for being you. And for us, welcome to Team Thacknology. <laughs>